This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast, sponsored by Bemidji State University and Northwest Technical College. The Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast is also sponsored by Visit Bemidji. Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors covers the lakes, woods, trails, wildlife, and anything else going on outdoors in Paul Bunyan's Playground. One of the things going on in Paul Bunyan's Playground is Big Pike on Rainy Lake. Bruce Jean, the fishing machine, has all the details coming up. But first... If you love the outdoors and are looking for ways to align your education with future employment in the trades, Northwest Technical College in Bemidji is for you. Explore state-of-the-art technical education in six career paths, automotive, building trades, business, health, child care, and manufacturing technology, all in the heart of Minnesota's Northwoods, surrounded by more than 400 lakes and, of course, limitless forests. The shortest path to your dream job and a good bite is at NTC, Bemidji's Technical College. Learn more today. Visit ntcmn.edu. This is Mandy Year, and you're listening to Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Hey, we're checking in with Bruce Jean, the fishing machine. Bruce, what have you been up to lately? It's been a while. Well, hey, Kev. Yeah, it's been too long. It's always fun to chat. You know, we've been busy uh, drilling holes and, uh, and putting smiles on people's faces. Um, had a busy about 10 days on Rainy Lake here, and... and Kev, we had people from South Africa. Hmm. We had people from Sweden. We had people from uh, Spain. Um, everywhere. And, and I tell you what, it's been so much fun to see their expression when they get out of the vehicle and they stand on ice for the first time. They think it's a field, you know. <laughs> and, <laughs> so one, the South Africa guy gets out of his vehicle and he goes, Mr. Bruce, is the ice safe? And I said, well, I wouldn't bounce too much. And he goes, shut up. And he swore at me. But it was kind of funny. <laughs> so, so so these people come from all over the world just to experience Minnesota ice fishing and standing on a lake. They do. You know, one of them was a foreign exchange student. Um, he was a seventh grader. And uh, it brought me back to my old principal days. But he, he was an interesting character because... We got the chance to talk about what school is like for him and what, you know, because he's a fisherman down there and there's not a lot. But, you know, all the things that cultures bring. Um, his dad wanted to do it one last trip, so they, they hired a guide for a couple of days. They went snowmobiling and they just did all of the northern Minnesota things. And, and the second one was a corporate group. And they had people from all over the world. was was very interesting. But uh to see their expressions when they literally have not been on the ice before. They haven't seen snow. They haven't, you know, they rented a snowmobile, and unfortunately the one got in a little accident and hurt his arm a little bit, but uh, he's fine. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's fun to see how they react to the world that we have. You know, there's probably 20, 24 inches of ice on Rainy, and, you know, his thought was, how does this ice even hold? You know, and these are smart engineers and corporate people and, so it, it's been an interesting time. The nice part about the last 10 days of fishing is everybody's been catching big fish. I know you probably saw some of the pictures, Ken. Yeah. But, but uh, you know, we had 42, 44, 40, 39. We had six pike over 36 inches in a four-hour trip with these with two kids. So, I mean, we're, we're putting some big pike in the lake, and uh, we're, we're having a lot of fun doing it. And I'm sure uh, with the weather we're having, uh, the ice is plenty thick up on rainy. I, you know, ice fishing, Kev, is kind of like skee-ball. You never really know what you're going to accomplish when you're out there. There's a spot where they're driving out on the lake, 
and there's, I would say, roughly 12 to 16 inches in certain areas. Uh, other areas that have been plowed or no snow, there's 20 to 24. But if you want to hit that 10,000 spot, you know, the death center hole, there's about 8 to 10 inches just outside of where the road stops. So you really have to be careful when you're out there. And, and you know, you probably saw Lake of the Woods yeah. right in the middle of the ice road. Adrian, or uh, I, I don't know what resort it was, <clears throat> but uh, right in the middle of the road, a crack opened up, and unfortunately, a couple trucks went down. So, you know, I mean, ice is never 100% safe, and Rainy Lake is a good attest to that. So, But definitely the skee-ball analogy is, is the most fitting for that, I feel. But the bite is good, and uh, and it's been is it been mainly pike? Yeah, but I, I'm assuming other fish are biting too. Well, you know, so what we're doing is we are um, we're, we're flagging. I don't know if, if you're familiar with that, but tip up fishing we call it flagging. Mm-hmm. And how you flag is is you take two small treble hooks and you hook a Cisco minnow on it, leave it off the bottom about two three inches. Maybe about about up to foot, but and then inside of the house, or if you want to be portable, that's when we're jigging for walleye. So the flags are in a little bit shallower, going for northern pike, and then the walleye fishing has been has been good. I mean, we're sending home limits of fish, and I mean we're not catching hundred fish a day like sometimes you do in other lakes, but I mean they're they're having action. We're putting perch, um, some crappies, um, walleye. It's it's uh, it's a good forty five minutes of cleaning fish at the end of the day, which is a good thing for guides. So. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then the thing is, this is supposed to be the slow time of year for ice fishing. Well, and that's that's the interesting part. We really didn't have uh, a real good layer of ice. Well, as everyone knows, that layer of slush, and now it's starting to harden up. Um, I, I'm kind of concerned about moving forward. You know, this cold weather. I have some guide trips coming up this weekend, and and um, it's it's hopefully going to warm on Saturday, Sunday, Monday, but, uh, you know, right now it's, it, it could be a tough bite. So those that are out there, I'd like some reports on where the fish are biting. Let me know, right, Kevin? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, you know, we I, I was down at the uh, Brand New JC's Ice Fishing Extravaganza last Saturday, and it was just stunning to me. Uh, and, and Nate Blazing kind of tipped us, tipped me off and said, you know, there's been a lot of nice-sized walleyes in Gull this year. Sure enough, there were quite a bit of big walleyes, including the winner, a 9.45-pounder by a 13-year-old kid, which is, uh, you know, for a, like a 12-year-old kid hitting a hole-in-one with a lifetime golfer who's never had one watching it, that's kind of what some of these anglers had to feel like, I'm thinking. Wasn't that, I mean, I just saw pictures of it, but the smile on his face oh. is what it's all about there. <laughs> and I will say that Gull Lake, I do some guiding on that prior to the uh, uh, Fishing to End Hunger tournament that my partner Nate Gilkey and I fish in, and um, we we have I've had some guide trips of twenty eight to thirty one inch walleyes in a one four hour time. I mean, it it Gull Lake does have some big fish, and you know we were just talking about somebody's going to bang a thirty inch here. Kev, do you remember how long that fish was? I did not hear how long it was. No, yeah, it had to be close. Yeah, what an incredible catch, though. <laughs> How much is that truck worth? I mean, that's a fifty thousand dollars fish. Oh yeah, yeah, a truck that he can't drive for another three years. Well, Bruce, uh, like you say, there's you know people are out there fishing. It is not though. It can't possibly be the kind of pressure we've seen in the last five or six years, just because it's tougher to get out there. And certainly for the fifth wheel guys, it's been a major pain to get out there. 
it has, you know, and, and I think the pressure on Rainy Lake has never been stronger. And I oh. say that because I'm hearing reports from Lake of the Woods that are not typical Lake of the Woods bite. And um, I don't know if you're hearing the same, but I, I had buddies that were out there. They fished for eight hours to caught two fish, right? Mm. And that's not a normal Lake of the Woods bite. I'm also mm. hearing that there's some people that are going out and getting fish, but those guys that are, are laying an egg or catching a couple, they're coming over to Rainy, and we're starting to see a lot more pressure. Now, there's basically one ice roll that's plowed that, that's solid, and that's Travis Thompson up in International Falls. He, he plows the Rainy Lake Marine ice roll. It does a great job at safe. You know, uh, I think the ice road pass is 10 bucks. You give him 20 and he'll plow out your own area for you. I mean, you know, he just, that's his business, but it's just the amount of pressure that we've seen there. The fishing's been excellent, you know, so, but the lakes around the metro area, um, we, we don't see any of the trucks or big sleepers out there yet. So yeah. I'm guessing after this week, the ice is definitely going to tighten up. There's a lot less slush. I talked to some guys that were snowmobiling in the area. They're not even able to find slush right now, so I think that I think it's the cold weather is going to definitely help here. Too bad it didn't happen a month ago, but we'll take it when we can get it. Yeah, and I think you know even if we get plenty thick ice, which we're you know a lot of lakes we're there, it's just tough to get out there. And you know, like Lake Bemidji, you know, there's there's not many resorts there, so there isn't a, a resort business to plow roads for you it's got to be you know the guides themselves that have houses they're renting they've got to plow, plow the roads and there's just not nearly as many houses out there as i typically see on bemidji either well and i was just listening to last week's interview you did with um the marathon guy. yeah dick beardsley. dick beardsley yeah and his story about the snow plow and you know i mean there's so many of those and, you know, I, I know like Mike Hurt and, and Justin, you know, those guys that are guiding a little bit out there, they're, they're having a tough time moving their houses around, you know, and they're putting people on fish. Sure. Um, but it, it's, it's been an interesting winter, that's for sure. So. Well, this is the year, if you're one of the hardcore guys that like to be mobile and, you, you know, you've been um, going with the really light uh, portable houses and the electric augers and all the stuff so that you can move back, uh, here, there, and everywhere, this is your year to shine because it's, that's the best way to be able to get on the ice this year. I had a crappie trip about three weeks ago, and, and we had probably the most beautiful January on record. I, I don't mm-hmm. remember a time where I, it's been 20, 25 degrees all of January, and we're hole hopping, you know. Generally, we're kind of locked in a house, and it's 20-mile-an-hour wind and 25 below, kind of like today was, <laughs> you know. Yes. And, but we, I've had some amazing trips, and, you know, when you're on 8 to 10 inches of ice, you don't have a choice. You have to be mobile, you know. you got to take a wheeler out, or in our case, we had snowmobiles out, but we were hole hopping. We put Ted Laurent's active target down. Oh, there's a school of fish 70 feet to the northwest. Drill a hole 70 feet, and catch six eight ten crappies and then they kind of dry up you put the Lawrence down again oh they went 60 feet that way drill a couple holes i mean that and that was what january was it was incredible and to not have that cold january i think really helped fishing for the last month so it's been good well for those who are going out fishing just you know general advice uh, for this time of year hard water fishing what are you looking for and 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 what do you need to throw down that hole Yep, great question. Be versatile, you know. Um, and if you and if it's a mild day, get out and move. You know, I know that the sleeper houses are out there, and, and they're a lot of fun. But if you want to catch fish, 
get get drilling on those contour lines. Drill up and down, get shallow, go in the center of the mud flats, try different things if you can. Um, you know, I, I like to have a set line. Tail hook a minnow with a plain hook and a split shot. Have that down there. A lot of times in Lake of the Woods um, or Red Lake, even on rainy, that's going to be the one that's going to catch either the bigger fish or the most because it's just kind of a wobbly minnow, and a thick minnow is what fish want to eat. Um, you know, if you have fish down below and they're not biting what you have, try a different lure. Make it smaller. Make, you know, jig it faster. Pound the mud with it. Slam it to the bottom. Bring it up. Shake it up. But a fish, if they will come after you, they will probably bite. So lift it up above their nose. You can see the fish on the Vexlar or any graph that you have. Keep raising that jig up a little bit. Shake it. Move it. Hold it still. But just try different things. Don't keep doing the same thing and getting the same results. Isn't that what we call insanity? <laughs> it, it is indeed. That's why we fish, though, right? Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, there is a little craziness there. That's a fact. Um, but have you uh, have you gone after the uh, eel pout yet? Are you an eel pout angler? We have. We used to. Uh, you know, and, and Rainy was a solid eel pout lake. And those slimy things, they, they taste really good, actually. But just the sheer fight that they have, it's incredible. Um, but the night bite on Rainy Lake for eel pout, just lob a big old shiner down at the bottom and let it sit, and those things come along. And you talk about a, a rattle-wheel fight. They're a blast. So a lot of fun. And it just always amazes me when I when I start hearing these new trends that kind of come out of nowhere. And, and you know, eel pout has gotten all of a sudden very, very, very popular. Now I'm hearing that, you know, Sport fishing for tulipy is getting to be very, very, very popular, particularly during the ice fishing season. You know, we got into a school of tulipy and whitefish on rainy, and and a 15-inch tulipy fights like a 30-inch walleye. <laughs> they, they are so fun to catch, and I had a couple of uh, eight, nine-year-old kids, and they were giggling the entire time. You know, put some heavier lines so it just scrapes right across the ice, you know. You, you just cringe thinking it's going to snap, and... But they had such a good time with that. But watching them catch those big fish, and then they, you know, you could definitely see that they're tulipy or whitefish on the graph because they're farther off the bottom. They're not right down on the bottom. And they'll come in like a bandit. Zing, they're right at your bait. And then if they don't want it, they get out of there just as fast. So if you're seeing those kind of fish, they're probably tulipy. And, and they're definitely around Lake Bemidji has them. Red Lake has some some big ones as well. And, and uh he could cut the rocks out of their heads, too. So. <laughs> uh, here's a question for you. Um, besides electronics, because electronics uh, changes and gets uh, more dazzling every, you know, it seems like every six months. But besides that, anything new out there you're using, uh, particularly right now during ice fishing season, that you really all of a sudden say, this is pretty cool? Um, you know, good question. I just actually had a guy email said, what underwater camera do you like the best? And I had an AquaView. And in certain lakes, when it's clear, it was so much fun. But Rainy Lake is a dark, stained lake. And then the five lakes that I crappie fish down in the metro, they're not real clear either. So I, I really don't have, but, you know, the underwater cameras, if you have, like, that big screen TV in the fish house that you can watch that. I just watched a video with Walleye Dan where he actually caught the eel pout uh, that they were filming on camera. See, that kind of stuff is, is what makes fishing that that will keep you entertained. Um, my Lowrance Active Target or Garmin Panoptics or Hummingbird 360, obviously I'm not sponsored by any one of them, but they they will keep you entertained as well. Plus you can see fish coming from 20 feet away. 
you know. Yeah. So you catch more fish with the more electronics you have. Yes, wives, I'm saying it. Your men will catch more fish. Well, you don't. I mean, they will too. But uh, if they want that active target, they will bring home more fish for fresh fish dinner. Right, Kev? Yeah. Sure. Uh, even I can do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, I got to be with the right people. I got to be with the right people who can help me out, of go. course. <laughs> hey, coming up, more insults from Bruce Jean. We got our latest Bruce Jean dad jokes. And, of course, a fast five. I'm Bruce Jean at Rainy Lake Guiding. I always like to give to those in need. That's why I'm on Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors, because we all know Kev Jackson is sure in need of knowledge. This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors podcast, sponsored in part by Bemidji State University. You can pursue your passions with a world-class education in the heart of Minnesota's Northwoods. The drive to acquire deeper knowledge and develop greater wisdom is already in your nature. So join us on the shores of Lake Bemidji. Minnesota's premier Northwoods University can help you make the world a better place than you found it. Learn more at BemidjiState.edu and schedule a tour today. BemidjiState.edu Winter has set in. Bemidji, the first city on the Mississippi, comes alive during the frozen winter months. Whether you explore the hundreds of miles worth of trails by either snowmobile or snowshoe, Bemidji captures Minnesota at its finest. There are 400 lakes close by, perfect for that weekend ice fishing getaway. Located in the heart of northern Minnesota, Bemidji. Hotels, B&Bs, and year-round resorts, Bemidji has you covered for your perfect winter getaway. All reasons why Paul Bunyan and Babe call Bemidji home. For more details, go to visitbemidji.com. Hey, I'm Jason Rylander, the Jason Beckham girl beard like a grown-up. And this is Paul Bunyan country. Checking back in with Bruce Jean of Brainy Lake Guide Service. And Bruce, we talked about the, the big wheelhouses and how that has uh, really opened up ice fishing for a lot of people who were kind of not into being uncomfortable. But e- even the outerwear now that is so much lighter and so, so much more flexible and floatable has made it uh, much easier to, to tolerate cold weather and being outside, you know, you don't have to wear 14 layers like you did uh, several years ago. Well, and, and yeah, you're not wearing a Carhartt that as soon as it gets a little bit damp, it's instantly wet. Um, <laughs> I, I have uh, a Stryker suit. It's an ice float suit. Um, again, I'm not sponsored by Stryker. I, they, they, they have given me zero, so I'm saying this, but that suit is incredible. And they... It, what they've done with that is it's a wind block, it's a flotation device, it fits perfectly. You know, I'm 6'3", 230 pounds, and it fits my physique perfectly, you know. And so I, they've, they've made it for the person that, you know, so if, if you're going to be outside, I mean, I could wear that all day outside. I have a heated vest for underneath it. Don't tell anybody, Kev, I feel kind of <laughs> like a city at saying that, um, but I am from here. <laughs> And, and, you know, the, the gloves that we have, you could stick them right in water, you know, I mean, and, and they're, they're skin tight, you can hook minnows with them. So there's really no excuse to be a hole hopper nowadays. And, and, um, yeah, you're right. The outerwear, the boots, I mean, there's battery socks. I haven't resorted to those yet, but guys that do love them. Um, you know, there's just, uh, my fishing partner, Tim Hahn, he has, uh, uh, a stocking hat with speakers in, in the hat built in Bluetooth. So, I mean, wow! He must not. He must not like to talk to me when he's fishing because he wears. He, I hear it blaring, so he doesn't <laughs> talk to me. That, but maybe I need to get a new fishing partner. But no, it's it's just there's so much 
uh, out there new and, and the latest and greatest fishing technology. Um, it's, it's fun, you know, and, and it, it makes it entertaining. I just booked a, a couple of days guiding, crappie guiding with, with the guy, and um, he's coming up from Iowa, and he saw my TikTok videos, Kev. Get that. TikTok wow. What, uh, yeah, who would have thought? Um, and so, but he just wants to come up, and he's like, so we'll do a full day. I said, we can do a full, or we can do, you know, a half day, eight hours with uh, a 10-year-old is a long time. So, you know, he's like, ah, expectations. So, we, you know, we're going to do a couple half days. And, and so, you know, keep that in mind when you're taking the kids out fishing as well um, and, and go from there. So. All right. And, you know, the thing is, we get into later February and March, uh, we're, you know, the ice fishing bite is going to even be more active than it is now, much more active, actually. And uh, and that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, for sure. And, and um, I, the... <laughs> The the night bite in February, um, I remember it was the end. Uh, I think it was like it might have even been leap day. So February 29th, I believe we had the trucks out there. It was about 50 degrees. There was 50 inches of ice. It was a cold, cold winter, and we're sitting around the bonfire. And around this bonfire, we drilled about eight holes, and we had our vexlars like right next to it. But the fire is going. It's warm, and we're, we're catching crappies right through the ice. Like, I, I've had a lot of fun fishing trips, and this was just with my buddies and, and families. That one takes the cake. It, it, I, I just never had so much fun. But just do the things that, you know, you wouldn't normally do. You can have bonfires out on the ice. Clean up after yourself. But, yes. you know, do what, what is out there and, and just enjoy it. You know, that's what the lakes are for is, is to enjoy, get out, and get some fresh air and get away from that dang telephone. <laughs> Except to take a picture of that beautiful fish you catch. Exactly. Good point, Kevin. <laughs> now, listen, um, are you, do you still have spots available for any winter trips? Yeah, yeah. We have lots of openings, um, you know, just getting going in the in the busy winter season here. Um, but if you're interested in booking a trip, you can check out all of the social media platforms. And, and I've been told that some of the uh, TikTok videos are quite entertaining. But it's rainylakeguiding.com. You can check things out. Um, if you do check it out uh, and uh, give a follow, uh, uh, send me a message. You heard it on here, and, and there might be a special treat for you. So, oh, uh, but right. Yeah, no, there's, it's, it's a lot of fun, and, and uh, I know there's a lot of, of good stuff coming up. And, you know, with the summers coming as well, um, there, there's going to be a lot of time for, uh, you know, planning and booking those trips. If you want to come up and see Voyager's National Park, the, the setting is incredible, and, and you know, it's Lake Bemidji is beautiful, Cass, Winnie, all of those lakes, but if you want to see a remote destination with a glacier, outcrop, lakes, uh, Rainy Lake and Voyager's National Park is second to none, so strongly recommend a trip. Come on up, book a half a day with if you want, um, and definitely it's a good time. I do want to put a plug out for a good friend of mine. His name is Randy Clausen, and Randy had just started his guide business. He's been fishing for a million years. He's kicked my butt in many walleye tournaments, but um, he's he's an outstanding fisherman and a better guy. And and uh, so if you're looking for a, a guide in the Brainerd or Bermidji area, he's definitely your man. So hey, I uh, I already did some recruiting, so we'll we'll have him on the show down the road. Yes, ah, that'd be great. I'd, I'd like to. Uh, that'd be a lot of fun. So yeah, he and I crossed paths in uh, Bemidji State, and, and I'm I'm getting up I'm getting up there, but I, I must say. He was older than me, so that's why he's retired Kev, and yeah. guiding now. Kev, I think he retired 25 years ago. 
Does that make you? No, I'm Randy just retired a few years ago, but I got to tell you a funny Randy story. You know, Kev, I referee basketball. Uh-huh. And, and roughly 20, 18, 20 years ago, Elk River was in the state tournament, and they played South St. Paul or St. Paul Academy, something like that. And Randy, I've never met the guy before. I wasn't in the Elk River District, but Randy was the coach on that team. Mm-hmm. And you would never believe Randy's the same guy that he is in the ball. <laughs> Holy cow, <laughs> did I yell that. So, uh, you know, and I think it's it's when you put the striped shirt on, people have the green light to just give it to you. So, But uh, he was really good at it. And then, I mean, he he did it all in his chest. He's a great guy, and, and was it was just a lot of fun, but... I just remember that game really well. Like, who's this guy? So, and you know, you know Randy now, though, right? Oh yeah, salt no. of the earth. So, yeah. But anyway, that's that's kind of my uh, long time fishing guide story for that guy. Hey, Bruce, we need the Bruce Gene dad joke of the day. You know, Kev, why didn't Noah do much fishing on the ark? I don't know. Why didn't he? He only had two worms. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Or maybe you like, why did Batman and Robin quit fishing together? Not sure. Because Robin ate all the bait. Ah, bum. I know. I need some help with that. If you <laughs> could out there, guys, hook me up on social media. Send me a good fishing joke because those are horrible. <laughs> <laughs> the Noah one wasn't bad. I mean, that, was, okay. that was pretty good. All right. Thanks, Kev. Oh, yeah. Big wire. <laughs> all right. Before we wrap it up, we've got to do a fast five. Is your brain ready? I'm ready. I'm nervous, though. I always get these wrong. <laughs> no, you can't get them wrong. You can't get them wrong. What's up? Best five. All right, here we go. Question number one. What is the biggest fish you've ever caught? Oh, boy. Um, so that is a 72-inch sturgeon on Rainy River. I was. It was probably 25 years ago. I had Dad's 14-foot Alumacraft boat, okay? I was with two of my buddies. And I caught this big sturgeon. I'm like, I probably fought it for hour, hour, ten minutes. You know, I it it was probably only half an hour, but I'm <laughs> exaggerating what you do. But it was exactly six feet long. It was a, I don't know. They figured it was over a hundred years old. But I thought I'm going to keep this sturgeon and I'm going to bring it to Rainy Lake and clean it out because Rainy River is a little bit dirty, right? Mm-hmm. So we tied it up to my buddy's dock. I had it tied to the tail and. But before I did that, I took it home and I showed Dad, right? Well, mm-hmm. you know, I want to keep this fish alive, so what does brilliant me do? I fill the back of the boat with water. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for laughing, Kev. Yeah, so the back of the boat is now very heavy. I may have broken both of the axle springs on the trailer, but we won't talk about that. Okay. And as we get there, he shakes his head. He goes, what in the Sam heck? Because he, he never swore, right? And he said, are you going to do with that? And I said, well, we're going to tie it to Randy and, and clean it out and smoke it. He shook his head. He said, get going. So I tied up to the dock, and about two days later, I get a call from the, the DNR. And he says, Bruce, do you have a sturgeon tied to the dock? Well, what do you think the first thing I said was? Is it legal? <laughs> <laughs> so he goes, yeah, no, you're fine. I just want to take a look at it. I heard it's a big one. So he came out and he pulled some scales and he some samples and, you know, I'm holding this, I don't know, 80-pound sturgeon. He goes, do you know how old this fish is? And I said, I have no idea, 20 years old, 30? And he says, oh, it's well over 100 years old. And I'm like, well, now? He goes, you still want to keep it? 
and he basically shamed me into letting it go. <laughs> so there's probably, if that fish, I mean, it's 30 years ago, so it's probably 130 years old now. Uh, if that fish is still alive, yeah, I, I can't even imagine how big it would be, Kev. It'd probably be the size of Ranch Boston right now. So, <laughs> uh, and I, I, I just, I couldn't keep it. I couldn't kill a fish that old. No. I no, yeah. If I'd have known, yeah, somebody would have told me that same thing. It's like, well, you got to yeah, go back right, in the water, right, dude. Right. So, do you want a fast five or a long five? Uh, hey, no. But however long it takes is however long it takes. All right, all right, all right. Question number two. I've seen great pictures from both activities. Uh, I think I know the answer, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Comes right down to it: is it fishing or hunting? Oh boy. If I say depends on the month, does that count? <laughs> no, it does not. Uh, you know, Kev, I had 13 days this year of uh, deer season, and every one of them were incredible in the woods. So I, I really enjoyed my deer hunt and grouse hunt. But but I think you're right. You know I like fishing a lot. So, um, And it's hard to beat a nice, warm summer morning when the walleyes are snapping and the live well is full and you got happy customers. And uh, Yeah, I, so I would have to say fishing. Okay, all right. Question number three, and I cannot believe I, I haven't asked you this question yet, but according to my copious records, I have not asked you this question yet. Uh-oh. Ginger or Marianne? Oh, boy. Is it bad that I don't remember which one they look like? Okay, I mean, Ginger was the movie star, the redhead. Marianne was the uh, the wholesome farm girl with the dark hair. I'm going to have to go with the wholesome farm girl. All right. You know, movie stars aren't really for me unless it's uh, a skee-ball professional. So, <laughs> but, yeah. So. <laughs> well, good for you. I go Marianne as well, but most of the guys are all going ginger. But I, I'm all about really? Marianne. Yeah. Okay. All right. Interesting. Well, there you go. I, I, uh, I, I'm glad we, we see eye to eye on that one, Kevin. Question number four, and you told me when, when I called you were jamming, so this will be an interesting question. Question number four, ACDC or Alabama? Oh, boy. I love Alabama. I absolutely, like, I think I have every one of their tapes. Uh, you were probably a cassette guy, weren't you, Kev? I was. Yes. Or no, 8-track. Eight, eight Which is the big round one? <laughs> reel to reel? Big, big <laughs> oh, the big round ones, the flat round ones. Yes, those yeah. were records. I have a lot of those, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The 45? Yeah, yeah. I got them both. ACDC is where it's at if you want to rock. So, yeah, when you called, I was I was jamming out to some of the ACDC's music. So I would say Okay, yeah, I, I would go that way as well. Um, okay. And finally, question number five. Who will be the Packer quarterback in 2023? Oh, boy. You know, Kev, I hope you don't ask any of your other guests this, because I don't think anyone has the true love of the green and gold <laughs> like yours truly. Uh, you're you're, um, you're near the top there, yeah. I'm sad to hear my boy might be relocating, but I think the Jets might have a solid quarterback on their hands. So, <laughs> um, you know, love is love 
showed us a lot in his in his outing here. What about a month ago or so? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I I think he's going to step up and do it. So um, I I don't think Aaron Rodgers wants to stay. I don't think the organization wants to keep him. I mean, let's let's face it. The guy's a pain in the butt. So, you know, <laughs> I love the guy, right? I mean, how do you not like the best quarterback in the NFL? So. Um, yeah, so I, I, I'm going to have to go with Mr. Love. All right, we shall see. Well, great to have you on the show as always, Bruce. Uh, once again, we're getting ready for either some uh, some ice fishing trips or uh, summer trips. How do we get signed up? Yeah, so uh, you check us out at RainLakeGuiding.com. You can give my cell phone a call or text 763-238-7507. And, uh, yeah, check out the social media platforms. They're, they're actually kind of fun to watch some of the, the goofy stuff that, that we do on Rainy Lake Guiding's uh, company time. So, um, But as always, Kev, I appreciate what you do, um, you know, for everything. And I, I just want to say, uh, you know, if you're, if you're in the market for a boat, Ray Sport Marine, Marine, they got a new building coming along uh, out west of town. Um, so they're going to need to pay for that. So Mikey Love and Brandon uh, help you purchase a boat. They don't sell you a boat. They help you purchase a boat. That's my boy Mikey Love's statement. And um, yeah, there's there's no one that'll treat you better. I, I've been with, with the crew since 1997, and uh, I don't even think Brandon was born then. So, Probably not. Um, no. But uh, yeah, check them out. And uh, yeah, hope to see you at uh, at uh, the Knights of Columbus fishing tournament coming up. We're signing up for that. Lo and behold, guess who my partner is for that? Who? The famous Randy Clausen. Are you kidding me? Really? Yeah, we're joining. We're joining forces this year. Yeah. Yep. Oh boy, that's gonna be that'll be fun. I'm I'm looking forward to that now. I'll have to keep tabs on that boat. <laughs> I'm gonna learn a lot. That's for sure. <laughs> so. All right, Bruce Jean, the fishing machine. Great to have you on the show. Thanks for taking the time. Thanks, Kev. Always appreciate it. That's it for today. Thanks to Bruce Jean, as always, for being here. And thank you for taking the time to listen. Got some great podcasts coming up down the road, including our next one in a few days with Jason Durham of Go Fish Guide Service.